Hey, what's going on, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Fat Attack Features, a bad rat and horror movie podcast. I'm your host, Capo, and today we're going to talk about the 2018 movie, Monstrum. So let's get to it. The next time you are frightened in the dark, don't, don't, don't scream. I decided to create a dance for my intro, but then I just realized we haven't set up a camcorder yet. A camera? Yeah, like one of those handheld camcorder things that your parents used to use when you opened your Christmas gifts. Like the big ones you put on your shoulder and put VHS tapes in? <laughs> yeah. Get one of those. Yeah. But this is the dance. You like it? No. But that's fine. Okay. We can work on it. Well, I can't do anything crazy because I don't want to mess with the wires over here and stuff, you know? It's true. And I'm sitting on a stool. It's true. You're probably still tired. I'm very tired today. Yeah. We watched a movie and then Elaine had to take like a five-hour nap. I I do believe it wasn't five hours. Uh, You were supposed to wake me up at 10.30. We both know that wasn't going to happen. Yeah, so it was still only like an hour and a half. It's not too bad. Not even an hour and a half because I watched that uh, episode of... Craig of the Creek. Yeah. Great show. Yeah. That was a really good episode. I really enjoyed that. That was a really good episode. It's a great mm-hmm. show, but no one ever talks about it. It's a little underrated. It is. Very underrated. Anyway, mm-hmm. so today we're talking... Well, actually, what have you been watching? What have I been watching? Yeah, what have you been watching when, when, when you're on your own time? Uh, I've been watching this new anime. And what is it? Uh, It's called... The Last Seraph. Go on. Oh, and it's about this virus that kills 90% of the population. Um, Some adults did survive, we find out later, but only children under 13 were spared. And then the vampires who lived in the underground kingdom came and they rounded up a bunch of children so they could have... Um, basically blood on demand, you know, like cattle. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. so they pretty much did the same thing. Uh, Castlevania's vampires did. I guess I never watched Castlevania. Oh well, that's pretty much the end game of the uh, the like vampire queens is they're just gonna like conquer and then like make like. Their kingdom will just, like, encompass, like, man's world, and they're going to, like, use people as cattle and shit. Oh, and this one's slightly different because they brought the children to their kingdom, huh. which it was underground. 
somewhere. There you go. And then there was a bunch of kids that were orphans. Um, and the two main characters, uh, one's name was you, his nickname was you. Mm-hmm. And I forget the other ones. There was a blonde, a blonde headed one and a dark headed one. And they plotted to escape. And without giving away too much, because that's, this is all happens in the first episode. There's like a really, it hits hard in the first episode. But when the dark-headed one escapes, he finds that some of the remaining humans have created what they call the Demon Army. Mm-hmm. And Japanese Demon Army. And they have made packs with demons imbued in special weapons so they could fight vampires. So they basically call on the powers of these demons through the weapons to conquer vampires. But there's just like basically, the, like the world just blew up. Because huh. huh. you're talking about like instant death so like yeah. planes were falling from the sky and like uh, crashing into cities and yeah it was pretty horrific in the first episode check it out yeah you know uh, i've enjoyed it so far you know in japan they depict like a lot of vampires they like they hop they don't walk no these ones walk i know i'm just saying like uh i i remember uh what the fuck is it uh it's this old martial arts movie from the 80s. And it's something like Shaolin versus vampires or some shit, some stupid shit like that. But uh, in it, like, there's all these vampires, but they, like, hop. Mm. And it's very weird. But that's, like, a, G- a Jian Chi, I think, or something like that. And it, like, translates roughly to hopping vampire. Oh. Yeah. But, the but yeah, but it's, like, a certain type of vampire they still like sleep in coffins and shit like that, but they uh, okay. they can't walk. They hop. That's weird. It's very weird. So this show They're is... They're also in Thailand and, and uh, Indonesia. Oh, okay. Uh. So this show is on Hulu, and it's in sub and dubs. See, two seasons of it so far, uh, and I do believe that a third season is on the way at some point, because the show caught up with the actual Magna. Manga. Manga. So they have to wait for more material to be wrote. Oh, so it's like Attack on Titan. That's what happened to Attack on Titan. Yeah. Oh, it's by the same studio as Attack on Titan. Oh. oh yeah. I'll have to check it out. So, yeah, it's good. A lot uh, of people have turned on Attack on Titan, but I still like it. I know, but we also haven't watched any of the new stuff, right? No, we're on the last part. Oh, that's right. They haven't released a second half that season. Yeah, just, no, uh, I think it came out today, either today or yesterday. Oh, I remember seeing something about it. Yeah. A lot of people hate on um, Demon Slayer too, and I quite enjoy Demon Slayer. I know we gotta watch. Uh, we gotta watch a new season. Yeah, the new season's out. I don't know. I don't know. I, I joined a. I don't know an anime group, and they talk about different animes. Oh. Yeah. So. Um, I'm sure it's terrible. Those people are idiots. Anime What's people one, are one anime piece? people are like horror fans. Are very very snobby. Oh, One Piece trash. Oh, that's because that's like the big debate in on like this group for some reason. Like, there's always memes oh, about that's one me, trash fans. That's what me and Karis always talk about. Is how terrible One Piece is. Oh. But One Piece has like over a thousand episodes. That's what they said. It's They're like, like the longest running anime of all time, or some shit like that. But it's fucking. It sucks. So all of the all of the memes are like One Piece fans are like, bro, you gotta wait until episode four hundred and seventy six. That's when it really gets good. Oh, it's over a thousand now, <laughs> and it has like thirteen movies. Or some shit. Oh, like, that. like so it has OVHs or is it OVAs? OVAs too. Well, okay. No, it's 
That shit's garbage. I really like the, what was that one with the orphan kids? Hidden Kingdom or Secret Kingdom? Do you remember oh, um, where they were? God damn it. Uh, I like that one. I hope they come out with another. They are supposed to come out with another season of that, actually. Well, season two we haven't watched yet, right? Because that hasn't been translated or hasn't been released with dubs or subs. Forgotten Kingdom? That's also similar. Like, there was supposed to be some kind of plague that the, affected uh, the outside world. And they have these little camps. God damn it. I can't believe I can't think of it. Oh, oh, never, never something. Dude, it's like right there in my fucking head. I can fucking see it. What the fuck is it? Uh, the Never Kingdom? The Never. Something of Neverland or some shit like that. Yeah, the Never. Uh, the Promised Neverland. The God Promised yeah, Neverland. Yeah, Promised Neverland. Yeah. That, was, that first season's really good. Yeah. I had to watch the second season. I need to see if I can actually fucking download it. Yeah. Because I haven't checked in a while. I know. So I have to look. So I I big committed on that one. I really like that one. That was a good one. Yeah. Um, We also watched Ghostbusters Afterlife last night. And oh, my God. That we, was really good. We both had hands over our heart moments. It was. That was fantastic. Like, oh, my God. So definitely as being I'm a child of the 80s. So it definitely had, like, nostalgia and... I don't know. I think they did Harold Proud. Yeah. I think he would have been really happy with how that came out. Yeah, that was really good. And they, they used that really good CGI to like... It was good CGI. Yeah. I don't want to say why I, because I feel like I will ruin it. So just watch it. Highly, highly recommended. Yeah, no, that was good. We watched Gaia. That we, was very good. No, that was a snooze fest, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. It was kind of like... Uh, uh, had for, some good effects, though. It did. It was kind of a lot like... Um, it just goes off the rails like halfway through. It just... I, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah, I just didn't get that. I just didn't get it, maybe. Maybe that was it. I just didn't really get it. But and, there's boobs in it. So, I mean, at least if you watch it, you get to see boobs. It's the same pair of boobs, but they were nice boobs. I wouldn't recommend watching it. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend watching it. They weren't watch this movie for these boobs. It's good. No, but, yeah, um, no. Yeah, uh, no. Nah, you can skip that one. Werewolves Within. We watched that. That was good. I thought that was good. That's where, it's that black dude, it's the the ranger, like the ranger or whatever, and he goes to the hotel. Yes, it was funny. Uh, yeah, it's like a horror comedy and like I didn't someone's a werewolf, but you don't know who it is. Or if it's a... Real or if it's a werewolf or not, mm. that was really good. Which also that uh, the Wolf of Snow Hollow, same kind of yeah. We've thing. already recommended that, but we definitely yeah. need to recommend that again because that's, that's probably one. that'd be a good double feature. Yeah, Wolf of Snow Hollow and Werewolves Within. Yeah. Oh, I really like both those movies. Yeah, those are both really good. I've been watching more stuff on TV, but um, all I've been watching is old wrestling reviews. It's like all I watch. That were, and that Houston Jones dude hurt himself. Yeah. Well, I do watch that with you a lot. I've been on a kick of that for like a fucking like month. Uh, I will the rabbit hole of old old school wrestling. Yeah, I don't watch the old school wrestling with you, but I watch the Houston Jones guy hurt dude, himself. Dude's a monster. Yeah, I mean, I can't believe he hurts himself like that. It really. There's. Well, no he also way. has like a sixty-three inch vert too, and he's like a fucking like beast. Yeah, he is very ripped. Yeah, he's jacked. Yeah. 
So, ladies, it's kind of worth watching for that. Or guys, if you're into guys. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I watched... See, I like my teen drama vampire shows. So, Mm -hmm. there was a new season of... The new season of um, Legends was put on Netflix. So, I watched that. I feel like I've watched a couple of shows on Netflix. And I just don't recall them now. Mm. Yeah, I need to... Uh, uh, there was a good one. Oh, wait, there was a good show. There was a good movie that came out um, on Netflix recently that I enjoyed. I watched Don't Look Up. You never watched it. I enjoyed it. It's worth watching for sure. I watched season two of The Witcher, which I also enjoyed. I watched Emily in Paris. It's a good one for the ladies to watch. I think it's more of a, a chick show. Um do you have, like, a list of what you've watched? No, I just doing? knew it was in the top oh. 10. On, uh, There was one movie that I watched, though, and I was like, oh, I actually think Kaz would watch this. I should tell him about it. But now I, uh, I don't remember what it was called. All right, well, we'll just leave that at that then. Yeah, if I think on. of it, I'll let you know. Yeah, but fine. I probably won't because we all know I have the worst memory uh, it's true. in the world. But anyway, let's get to our our uh, our movie at hand. Yes, yes. Let's our movie, do that. our movie of the day, our featured movie of this podcast. Yes, Monstrum, released Monstrum. September twelfth, two thousand eighteen, yes. came to the United States. Opened on 1,183 screens. It competed against Searching, the movie with John Cho. I never watched it. No. That's where his, uh, his daughter goes, like, missing. You know John Cho. You know who that is? Uh, it's the Asian dude from Harold and Kumar. Oh, okay. Yeah, that guy. Okay. Which, uh, he's a good actor. Yeah. He was in uh, the second season of the Exorcist TV show. It's pretty good. He's pretty good in that. That was a good show. Second oh, season one is good, but he is aged where he looks quite different than he used to. John Cho? Yeah. Oh, he was in the Star Trek two Trek movies too, wasn't he? The reboot movies? I think he's in those. Oh, I didn't know he was born in South Korea. Okay. Oh, see? Oh, there I didn't know. realize he was in the reboot of Cowboy Bebop, which I've never he seen. He is, yes. Which I, but there's apparently people are writing to bring back. Well, I haven't watched it. Yeah, I do love Cowboy Bebop. I haven't seen Bebop. either. I haven't seen the either the anime or the live action. So uh, I have the anime out there in the truck. I have to go watch it. Mm. I have to watch it one day. Um, yeah, and the movie. He has a movie too. It's only twenty six episodes, and there's the movie. It's a great show though. Very good. I don't know. Maybe we will have to watch the uh, live action Netflix. Maybe we can watch that, and then you can decide uh, which is better. Yeah, I guess we could do that. Could be one of our comparisons. Oh, there you go. Can we talk about doing uh, anime versus live action? Well, we were going to do some live action anime movies. Yeah. But I still haven't picked which. And then we want to do comparisons oh. of uh, foreign movies and American remakes. Yeah. Like Inside. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I still but think we that, should do that. That's for another time. Because mm-hmm. today we're talking about Monstrum. Monstrum. Anyway, back to it. So it competed against Searching with John Cho. Yeah. And The Predator, which was trash. I didn't see it, so I don't know. Eh, it's fucking terrible. The failed reboot of the Predator franchise, made by Shane Black, who was in the first one, 
Well, he like directed this one, and it fucking sucks. Hmm. Yeah, very very disappointed. Though I am looking forward to the new Predator movie, which is going to come out where it's going to take place with the like, I guess it's in like the seventeen hundreds or somewhere in there because it's like the Predator against like Native Americans. Oh, yeah. That so. already has me intrigued. I know. That could be cool. And the, what they're going to do with like the strong female lead and shit like that. So, eh, check it out. Because it's 2022. And that's what we do. Yeah. Except if you were Ghibli, you've been doing strong female leads your entire career. Um, It made $5.5 5 in the box office. And it sold okay. 720,721 tickets. Okay. There's not a lot of information about this movie, but for some reason I was able to find the exact that. tick account. Yes. Now, was it a real? So it was released in America. It was released in America, but like I don't remember. I don't ever remember it being in theaters around here. So it when might was not it have been released again. Twenty eighteen. Oh, yeah. I don't. Maybe it was like. Maybe was it more like select theater kind of thing? I don't know. A thousand one hundred. 83 screens. It's not a lot of screens. It's not a lot. So I guess so it just had like been, a limited run. Yeah. I don't know where those select theaters are, but select theaters. Geez. Or just went to like independent theaters, like how we have uh, Belcourt and shit. You oh, might have like went to Belcourt. That's a good possibility. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. So what is Monstrum about? If I was to describe it. It is about fable versus fact. Obviously, would you say that was feudal Japan? That is feudal Japan. Um, no, it's not Japan. It's Korea. Was it Korea? Because I kind of thought he said Japan. No. No, uh, okay. no, I know for a fact it's Korea. Oh, so it's supposed to be Korea. It okay. is Korea. I just assumed it was Japan. I don't know why. I never thought Korea had the same kind of feudal system, but... Um, they did. I just don't know. I don't. My history on Korea is, would not be good. So, um, so feudal Korea, and uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't want to give away too much right here. All right. Well, that was the worst description of a movie ever. Okay. So thanks. it's about. Well, you didn't really give me a lot of time to prepare for it. You gave me like two seconds. And you, you and you fumbled. You fumbled, fumbled the ball. It. Yeah. Yeah. So also, I would say a redemption story. Okay, well, and also a movie. See, here's the problem. And also a movie that, if it, if you were to put it with today's commentary, some people would say that it was a can't believe everything the government is telling you story. Okay, so here's the problem. What Elaine had to take a nap and left me to my own vices. And I am intoxicated. And I am not. And Elaine is stone cold sober. Yeah, this is me sober, kids. All she's been doing is drinking coffee. So we are on different wavelengths. But we will try to make this happen. Even though she's trying to sabotage the show. Wow. Yeah. Harsh. I know what you're trying to do. Rude. Yeah. I don't know what I did to, I don't know what I I want, did to deserve this. I wanted this table back, clearly. Because we use it so often for not recording podcasts. That I want us to be a failure. You so. didn't even want this table. No, I like this table. No, you like it now. Originally, you didn't want it. No, I wanted to set it in the middle of the room, I believe is what I said. It's madness. Never. It's madness. 
Yeah, I, I mean, you're probably right. I think I did protest this table a little bit in the beginning due to its size, but... It's a great table. I like it. Uh, I have to say the lounge has its own appeal. It is. My lounge has come together very well. Kind of like an Applebee's, if Applebee's liked horror movies. Yes. Very tacky. Yeah. But tastefully tacky. There's no such thing as tastefully tacky. Um, In my world, there is. Thank you. So, yeah. But it it, it is. It's... I that's when people are like, "Oh, what's your decorum like?" I'm like, Applebee's. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait till we move into somewhere bigger, so I can have a bigger Applebee's. Yeah. And yeah. cover everything. We have a lot of stuff that we didn't even put up. I know. Hmm. So. Yeah. So anyway, this movie's about a banished general, and the king asks him to. Hunt down a monster that's killing people on the rural countryside amongst political and civil turmoil in a nutshell. And it leans on her phone. I'm sorry. No, that's fine. Uh, I got an email I was reading. Um, yeah, I did say it was a redemption story. It is. It is. But let's just dive in. Yeah. Our yeah. director, Jong Ho Ha. His last, uh, his last name or his first name, I don't, I don't fucking know. However, whatever I'd go on to would switch the names up. I think it's the hyphenated. So I noticed that too. So when I was looking up the actors, I noticed that some had the first name hyphenated and then some had the second name hyphenated, like the surname hyphenated. So, but also I don't understand. I just don't understand the the naming. Because they add like, but see a lot of things. A lot of times they put the form, first. They it's put a formality first, issue, like you know what I mean. A lot of the times they put their last name first. That's how it comes off to, and that's and that's the. I think that's the hyphenated name. Like I'm pretty sure this guy's name is Ho Ha Jung, is how it's supposed to be. But he's listed as Jung Ho Ha. I'm pretty sure his name's Ho Ha Jung. Yeah, but I'm not really sure. I don't know. I, I really don't care. I don't. We'd have to research why, how Korean. Because on different, names. yeah, different on different sites, they have it different ways. But anyway, to the thick of things, he has three directing credits, including this movie. Mm-hmm. He hasn't done anything since. Oh, so, um, but he has a movie called The Advocate: A Missing Body. I have no idea what that is. And then he has another movie that I actually want to watch. It is his debut movie called The Countdown in 2011. And it's about this guy who finds out he has, like, liver disease and he's going to die. And he has 10 days to get a liver transplant or, like, find a person, right? Huh. Okay. So the only match he has is this woman who is locked in prison. And he goes to see her, and she says she will give him her liver or a piece of it or whatever, but only if she finds the guy that framed her to go to prison. So he has to, like, go find this guy. Interesting. Yeah, to get a liver to save himself. <clears throat> I thought that was, I was like, oh, okay, I'll check well, that out. Well, I hope he's watched a lot of detective movies in that case. Uh, I don't know. The music was done, was done by this guy... 
His name's Moog, M-A-W-G, but he got the name because everybody, I guess, around him said he looks like Mowgli from the Jungle Book. (laughs) I didn't really think so, but (laughs) that's where he got his name. And he did, he's done music for tons of shit, but the two movies that really stuck out to me are uh, Hawaii, A Monster Boy, which is about this, like, kid... And he gets, like, taken in by these, like, Yakuza guys. And then it's, like, five of them. And they all teach him how to, like, be an assassin. They teach him, like, different shit. He becomes, like, the perfect assassin. Okay. And then um, I Saw the Devil. He did the music for that, which is one of my all-time favorite movies. Did I see that one yet? You've never seen it. Okay. We have to watch it. It is South Korean. Okay. And uh, fucking fantastic. Also, has one of my favorite actors in it, too. Well, 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 maybe we'll watch it after this. We can watch that in The Headhunter. Good double. The Headhunter is only an hour and 12 minutes. If you have not seen The Headhunter, I highly uh, recommend recommend that. That movie is fucking fantastic. It's only an hour and 12 minutes. Definitely need to watch it. Okay. It's a great fucking movie. Right. Made for $30,000. We're going to watch that. And that's my, it's show you how you can make a good movie with no fucking money. Yet, fucking Mortal Kombat, $25 million. I know. Trash. Yeah. Anyway, we're on fucking Mog. Where are we going? Ah, yes, our cast. I, do we really? You think people in it, like... Some of this is interesting. Okay, go for it. Not this, really, but... I just thought you were just going to be five minutes of you trying to pronounce Korean names, but... Go for it. Just support me for once. I'm sure it's going to be a big interest for our listeners. Young Ming Kim. Oh, you got lucky. That one's pretty much easy. Yeah, it's easy. Uh, He plays Yung Yeon, and he has 28 acting credits. He's currently in a show called Law School that is supposed to be like super popular, I guess, over in Korea. Hmm. The description was like after a grisly act. I don't know. I guess something fucked up happens and like this law professor and his law students like are investigating it and trying to like figure out what happened going through the protocols. I don't fucking know. Okay. Cuz lawyers are detectives. Okay, great. Yeah, I don't know. He is also known for the Detective K series, which from what I can tell seems to be some sort of like Sherlock Holmes type of thing. Hmm. And I think that the Sung Hong, the dude that's like his right hand man in this movie, yeah. I think is his right hand man in that movie. He's uh, the the uh, Watson, Watson to okay. his homes. I think it's the guy. I'm not sure though. Okay, but uh, yeah, and it's like him, like as a detective, but it's all in like feudal times, so hmm. it's like old school shit. But he's like this like famous detective, and he has his little like bumbling partner. And then he was also, I guess what what it says he's most known for is something called Immortal Yishu Shin. Okay. Which Yishu Shin was a uh, naval commander for Korea, and he repelled the Japanese invasion of China and Korea. Oh. And I guess it's a show about like him. It had 104 episodes. That's a lot of episodes. In two years. Oh. <laughs> is it like on every week? Wait, uh, I don't yeah. even understand how that works. So it had two seasons, and there are 104 episodes, and it aired over two years. So I don't know 
how the fuck that was, but he was a, he was in every single episode. So, mm. yeah, Kim In Kwon, he was Sung Hong. He had forty eight acting credits. Now I think about it, he was not in the Detective K series, but he was in two episodes of Criminal Minds, oh. the Korean version. Uh. Yeah, they had their own version of Criminal Minds, but it wasn't very popular. It only had 13 episodes in 2017, and they didn't get renewed for another season. So I guess people weren't like really into Criminal Minds like that over there. Yeah, they rather watch Detectives and Feudal Times. I guess so. Yeah. But he had a movie come out last year, which I want to check out, called The Cursed. And it's about a serial killer, but everyone he kills comes back. As like a zombie esque, but I don't know if they're like zombies, like eating people, or if they're just like animated dead bodies because they can like talk and communicate and shit. Mm. But it's only people that are killed by this serial killer. Interesting. Yeah, sounded moderately interesting. I'll check it out. And then we have Hayeri. This was her film debut. Okay. She was the daughter. Yeah. I mean, there was only one woman character in this entire movie, so yes. Holy shit, yeah, that is true, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. She really was. Well, she only has 11 acting credits. This was her film debut, but she is an actress, a singer, and a TV personality. Okay. Rose to fame being the youngest member of a Korean K-pop band. Okay. Called Girls' Day. Okay. In 2014, she was labeled Nation's Little Sister, which is an informal title given to, I guess, like teen heartthrobs (laughs) by the South Korean entertainment media. It has its own Wikipedia page, and it will list everyone who is given that title. And it's only given to people like in their teens. Uh, Okay. I know. It's very, very weird. Why would they call something a little sister and it be like the heartthrob? Dude, I don't know. It's they have, they have National Little Brother, too. Um, I know. It's probably the male heartthrob, right? But yeah. why would you? I don't know. I don't know. Her most known project was a show called Reply 1988, which is a spinoff of Reply 1997, which, I, <laughs> okay. uh, yeah, which it's about like five families that live in like, this neighborhood. Mm. So I guess 97 was like, I don't, I don't, I really don't know. Okay. Like, but it's, but it takes place like in that time. So it's like 1988 South Korea. And then the, which is the spinoff of like 1990s South Korea. Okay. And then I think there's another one. Uh, is it the sixties? I don't know. I think the or other 70s. one's like modern, like 2020 ish. And then like, that could be interesting. Yeah. I so, guess. I don't really know. Um, But at the time, it was the highest rated drama in Korean cable TV history. Whoa. And in 2016, she was listed as the third most powerful, like, Korean celebrity, according to Forbes. What kind of power did she have? I mean, I don't know. The list was called Korea Power Celebrity. So I don't know what kind of power she has. But I did levitate. But on like her Wikipedia, it it like lists products that she's like endorsed because she's like a oh yeah. But so she, basically, it doesn't mean like powerful. It means like influential. 
Influential, yes. Yeah. Okay. Like, um, there's there was like some like real estate app, and it had five million users. Then she like started endorsing it and it jumped up to like fifteen million oh. a year. Wow, little then, sister, nation's little sister recommends this. Yeah, app, and then she man. did like commercials for like Seven Eleven, which is like super popular <laughs> over there. All right, and Seven Eleven makes like these lunch boxes over there, and she was like endorsing them, and they became like huge. I wonder if they're like little bento bento boxes. That yeah, so uh, that's what I'm. That's what I see in my head would mm-hmm. be something like that, or like an Insta lunch or some type of shit like that. That's oh, Lunchables. <laughs> yeah, so I don't really know. Korean Seven Eleven. There's no fucking. There's no telling. Is it, is it still called Seven Eleven? It's called Seven Eleven. All right. If anyone has been to Korea and uh, has been to one of these Seven Elevens, can you please compare them to Americans for us? Thank you. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, and then we have. Woo Sik Choi. He has 33 acting credits. He was in Okja. It's a good movie. Parasite. I like that movie. The Divine Fury, which is about an MMA fighter who teams up with an exorcist. <laughs> okay. Yes. And he was in Train to Busan. Okay. I like Train to Busan. Great movie. Sequel sucked. Being remade and called uh, Last Train to New York. Comes out oh, next so year. it's going to be an American version? Yeah, but the guy who who's making it is uh, this Timo, I can't even, I'm not even going to try to pronounce his last name, but he's made a lot of like crazy, I, I don't know where he's from. I want to say he's Indonesian, but he's made a lot of like crazy ass fucking movies, and uh, I think it'll be really good. Okay. And a lot of his movies are like brutal as shit too. We have one of his movies, Macabre. In uh, the skull to do. All right. Well, we got a pull from the skull today, too, right? Yeah, because I don't want to fully commit to doing live action anime movies yet. So, our film opens 16th century Korea. And it's just a bunch of people getting massacred by soldiers because they have a plague. Yes. Or do they? Well, they did. Well, they did. They did. Or did they? They did. They did. So a lot of smoke and mirrors going on here. But it basically, like... These individuals themselves may have not even have had it, but... This whole movie is, like, going on during a political power struggle between the king... And the prime minister. Jung Jong. Yeah. And the prime minister, which I have no idea what his name is. Um, I like to refer to him as Longer Beard longer beard yeah but so like you don't at first you don't know what's real and what isn't yeah it's very a lot kinda, of propaganda yeah it's kind of like is this a media upstorm to take some of those uh points away from the political leader but i believe the first plague's real Yes, the first plague was real, but those villagers that were killed may not have been real. May not have have had had the plague. They didn't even test them. They just kind of killed them all. Yeah. Well, yeah. So these soldiers just kill all these, like, fucking peasants. And there's only one survivor, and it's a little kid. Because everybody gets dumped in, like, this mass grave. And then, like, the ground starts, like, crumbling. Well, no, because it's a cliff face. But, yeah, it's a crevice in the earth. Yeah, but then it starts like... It's a cave system, I guess. Yeah, but like kind of caves in. A little bit, yeah, at the edge. At the edge. Yeah. 
And you hear a monster. You hear the monster sound. But the child is saved by someone, but you don't know who it is. And you you, you find out a little bit later. But yes, you don't know. Literally who it is. like 10 minutes later. Uh, well, you knew it was a soldier based on the uniform. Right. But you didn't know why or whatever. Right. And we cut to Jung Jong, who is our king. Yes. And he's addressing his court over the rumors of a monster in the countryside. Right. Which he doesn't quite believe because of the power struggle. He thinks it's a rumor that his prime minister is creating and accuses him of this. Right. And there's a time leap. But I don't think you like told us there was a time leap. Well, the opening sequence is 13 years prior to the current events. Ah, uh, 13? Yeah. That would make young very young. Yeah. Makes her 14 or 15. Hmm. This raises some problems. No. I yeah. don't think so. Yeah, she's uh smashing that dude. Oh, she's not, and he's pretty young too. I don't know. He's in the military. I don't know. They probably joined Ranking the military. in the military. Probably joined the military pretty young. And it's probably by, uh, the rankings are probably by family name. If you come from an He's influ- an adult. He looks like an 18-year-old. He looks super it's young. because he's Asian. Yeah, but he looks super young. But, I mean, she couldn't have been. She had to be like 15. Or 16, yeah. Because the baby, I mean, the baby looked like, well, it's not a baby, it was a toddler. I could stand and, like, scream, so yeah, it's like two or three. Eh, maybe like 16. It, it, it's all irrelevant, it doesn't matter. Yeah, and back then, people didn't live as long. Yeah, eh, none of this matters. Yeah. But that just kind of sets the tone. Mm-hmm. And then we were introduced to Sung Hong, Young, Yoon, and they are hunters? Gatherers, living in the countryside, yeah, living off of nature, yeah, outside of uh, a major city, I guess. any major city, a major town. I don't even know. But the problem is, they can't find any animals. Yeah, for some reason, they just can't find any. They rabbits. can't find any animals. They can't find any fish. Yeah, and there's talking about supposedly. There is a monster that is eating all these animals, but no one's seen it. It is so far fabled, yes. So one day, a man named Her arrives, and that is Wuxik Chu, the guy from Train to Busan and Parasite. And he has come to summon Yoon to assist the king. Right, because the king doesn't trust. He believes he's being framed. He's being. He believes he's being set up with this story to make him look bad, so they can overthrow him. So he decides to have his own investigation and tells, asks his court permission. So he sends her to look for his former chief of the soldiers, former general. Yeah, general Yoon. His, his lead guy, which Wait. I guess they had some basic friendship and trust at which, some point uh, in their lives together. Which Young, who we come to find out, well, we'll get there. Young doesn't know anything about any of this. 
She doesn't know anything about her dad being a soldier and her uncle, Sung Han. She doesn't know anything about them being like in the military at all. She actually just thinks they're like bumbling fucking idiots. Yeah, she does. She kind of thinks they're dummies. Yeah, she's like super disrespectful to them in a loving way. Yeah, yeah, she just thinks they're idiots. But she doesn't, yeah, she thinks they're fucking idiots and completely incompetent. And there's no way these guys could be like these military Top martial artists. Yeah, these military <laughs> badasses that her is telling them about. Yeah. Well, turns out it's fucking true. Yeah. And Jung Jong actually makes an appearance at their little farm and we get a flashback and find out what happened. And I guess I don't know if it was the king's doing or the prime minister that had the villagers slaughtered. The prime minister, which you if you read it's not so directly said, um, but the he the king was saying they did that to like take away his power. So they just basically killed all those villagers, even though a lot of them probably didn't have the plague, to basically for that power struggle, so they could like you know, kind of. The, they put him in power, but they also wanted to like quieten him. Right. And the child that survived the massacre is young, and she was rescued by Yoon. Yes. Who brings her to the court <clears throat> and confronts the king and the prime minister about what has happened. Yes, because he feels that the king, with his actions, has betrayed the common folk. And the prime minister wants him arrested and executed. And yes. the child killed. Yes, like on the spot, because he says, they have the plague, they have the plague. And but Sung Han intervenes, and the king just decides to banish them all. Yeah, but I feel like there was probably some friendship there before he became the king. Yes, I don't know. yes. I don't know, they don't really go into it in depth, but I feel but you, like... you get that feeling. Like... That they were uh, very close. yeah. Prior to the kingship. Yeah. Because his reign comes from a, a uh, usurp. Yes. Uh, he has just become the king. He had just, well, 13 years prior he had become the yeah, king. Yeah, 13 years prior he had become the king. Yes, and they usurped. But when he banishes him and all that shit, yeah, that's like, so. 13 years prior, yeah. Yeah. Because they wanted to kill the kid because they said that it was carrying the plague, the little girl. And he said, I've been carrying her for days. If um, she had the plague, I would have it too. And he puts the kid like up in the prime minister's face and the prime minister doesn't like try to get away or flinch or anything. Yeah. And the prime minister, well, I was kind of saying like just being in proximity, like, oh, she has a plague, you have it. So go ahead, kill her. And then you have to kill yourself because you have the plague. Right. So the prime minister kind of, it kind of like kind of pulled a trump card on the prime minister in that one. Yeah. But due to these loyalties, Yoon decides he's going to hunt the beast. So Yoon, Sung Han, and Young take off for the city. Or investigate it. Investigate what's going on. Right. <clears throat> so. We cut to a ritual. The king had to dig deep to find someone that he trusted because he didn't he doesn't trust right. anyone so, someone outside at all the around him after 13 years he really feels like he has no one that he can trust 
He so. does tell him, yeah, they cut off my all, all of my limbs and they cut out my eyes and cut out and sewed my mouth shut. He's like, I don't have any anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's he's referencing what happened 13 years ago. That's really how they kind of put him in a certain light to the people. Yeah. So we cut to a scene where there's a shaman performing some sort of ritual. A shaman, yeah. I don't know what they're doing. Um, they're trying to banish this evil spirit. I guess they're trying to yeah, banish the monster. Mm-hmm. And there's like a little child, a little dirty peasant child. Yeah. As you, you know, seen one, you've seen them all. And she's like. Stealing food off the altar. Which looks like, I don't know, big globs of like. Uh, some of it was like, like pomegranate cheese. and cheese, like good foods. Yeah. Good stuff. Make good a stuff good that she charcuterie has. board with it. Yeah. They could make it a great charcuterie board with it. And. You're led to believe that the monster attacks, but everything's off screen. Yeah, everything's off screen. There's just like a lot of flashing and screaming, screaming and shocked, blood, shocked faces. And then, uh, but the little girl survives and runs away. Yeah, she saw it all. And then we also get a scene of uh, travelers, I guess tradesmen, in like the pouring fucking rain. Yeah. And. They uh, are talking about the monster, and then one of them, like, pulls this mask out of, like, nowhere. That's the guy who owns all the possessions. He's basically paying these poor folk to carry his stuff. Yeah. Scares them, and... Tells them they're stupid. Yeah. For believing in it. And then, I mean... Then they they all get slaughtered, too. Yeah, then they all get slaughtered, too. Except for two somehow end up back at the camp with boils and blisters all over their body. But, okay. How do they keep those torches lit? In the rain? Yeah. How does that work? Because uh, like a fucking like I, downpour. How do, they, how do you keep a torch lit in the rain? I have no idea. I don't know what kind of fuel they're using that doesn't burn up the torch itself pretty quickly. I mean, I'm not an expert on that. That would... There has to be some kind of maybe the type of fuel they use is water resistant. Like it's a type of wax. I don't know. How to keep torch lit in rain. Oh, it's bringing me a bunch of like Zelda shit. Oh my God. <laughs> can a torch stay lit in the rain? Um, can torches burn during how much rain? Well, they're talking about flares. I don't, how do, how do you open fire torches used in ancient times stay burning for as long as they do? Oil, basically, uh, basically some kind of candle. Okay. Well, all this is telling me is that's not how it would work. Those torches would go out. Types of fat. As long as it's not bucketfuls of water. Well, that was bucketfuls yeah, that of was water. A, that was a lot of... Yeah, that was a lot of fucking rain. Okay, well, yeah. this is all a lie. This movie sucks. Mm-hmm. Not really. No. Um, so anyway, the guys that make it back to camp... Are covered in herpes. And boils and blisters. And, and herpes. They die right out, right there after they're like, monstrum, and then they die. 
conveniently from, her, from herpes and their and their and their injuries and herpes and the boils herpes boils okay um but this is after the hero crew have investigated the uh shaman massacre yes because these people are just torn apart which would seem that could not be done with a weapon that they would have at the time, right? Because they have, like, sharp samurai swords and whatnot. But they do notice, because they're great detectives, they do notice little rope marks on the people's wrists and necks. And they notice that there's ropes that have been cut with, with a, a sword. sword. So Yoon is instantly skeptical. Yes, he was like, these injuries were definitely caused by a man. But then they are brought the little girl who says it was done by the monster. Yes, they follow her back to town. Because Yoon thinks she's lying. Yeah, because he said that she didn't seem very scared for have seeing a monster that rips people apart. Right. And he is correct. Yes, little girl, turns out, was bribed with food that she fed to other little... Orphan? Uh, were they orphans? They kind of look like little orphans. I don't know. Other dirty peasant children. Yeah, other dirty peasant. Fit. And they didn't even look like fresh food. It looked like it was slightly rotted. I don't well, know. I think it was some sort of like broccoli cake thingy. Or maybe it, it was kimchi like. or something. I don't know. Yeah, something of the sort. So anyway, so they try to chase the guy who gave her the food, but he quickly gives Dum Dum Pants, Uncle Dum Dum Pants, the slip. Yeah, Sung Han is the uh, comedic relief. Yes. So Uncle Dum Dum Pants, the slip, as he gets on a horse and rides off. Which, if you know anything about feudal times, horses are quite expensive. So it wasn't a a poor person. It suggests it's someone of nobility. Right. So they set up like a little morgue, I guess, where they are... Looking at all the corpses. Well, before that, they go to find the other travelers. Right, and they find the bodies that and are all, torn apart. And the stinky goo. And the goo. There's like a... Uh, snot. I would, snot. It looks Monster like, snot. speaking of Ghostbusters, it looks like the ectoslime. Ectoplasm. Yeah, yes. the ectoplasm slime. That's exactly what it looks like. It really does. Except it was pink instead of... Green? Didn't ectoplasm always be green? No, in the uh, in the movies it's pink. Oh, okay. Yeah, in the live action movies it's pink. Okay. It looks like just like it. And they couldn't find two of the bodies. And they performed some science without lab coats. Yeah. And, with, and without clipboards, because this is before then. So they pull the blood from the two boil victims. And put it in a rat. To see what happens. And it gets herpes. And dies. And dies. After half a day. Yeah. So it was a super toxic form of some plague, is what they deduce. But Yoon tells the king that most of these people were, were killed, killed by, by people. people. That there is a monster, but there is also someone like slaughtering people. Yes. Further leading to the uh, smoke and mirrors. What's yeah. really going on? What is going on here? So anyway, uh, the king goes back to his court and introduces his chief 
investigator and brings uh, Yoon. Yoon back into court. And a lot of people are like, oh, we haven't seen this character for 13 years. Right. And they want to create an army to go kill the Monstrum. Um, but... A.K.A. the monster. They can't because all of the army is elsewhere. Well, and it would take too long to bring them into the city. It, well, they're worried about being attacked by the Japanese. Mm. Yes, they're guarding the coast from the Japanese army. And then the other people they want to bring in, one of the uh, councilmen is like, no, we can't bring them here because we can't give them orders. Well, that's so, the Prime Minister's personal army, which is the tar- Tiger Hunters. The Tiger Knights. Yes, the Tiger Knights. But they're Tiger Hunters. Yes, led by Jin. Mm-hmm. But they end up coming. Well, he has 700 men. So the king allows only 100 because he doesn't want to bring in 100, 700 people he can't control. And they decide that they're also going to... Get some volunteers from the uh, vol- peasants. Volunteers in quotations. Yes, from because the peasants. These people are not volunteering, uh, except for one. It seems like, but yes, um, these men are basically their foods. The food, the village food, food is taken from them. So, if you can't offer up crops, you have to volunteer. Have to yeah, that's how you pay tribute, I guess. So. They get all these men, um, and after kicking the shit, shit out, out of a of bunch them. of them, yeah, they kick the shit out of a bunch of them and drag them all out of their yeah. homes. And so there was a bunch of kids, and like so, Yoon is like, "No, here you go, kids. Take these rice balls. Go home. This is not for you." And then there's an old man, and Yoon goes to him. You also may leave. And the old man is like, "Uh, no, no, I'm good. I'll come. I'll, I'll, I'll come." And he's like, really? And he's like, I'll promise I won't slow you down. So. And you find out that they took all of the men out of the city. It's yeah. All the men. So they tell the kids to tell the wives. Oh, the reason why they didn't want to recruit and they wanted volunteers is because this was a time of year that you had to plant your herbs. So they told the kids to tell the women just to go ahead and plant the herbs. Like. Because the king ultimately didn't want to burden his villagers by putting them in a situation where they couldn't provide for themselves. Right. So then the soldiers go and kick the shit out of everyone and drag them out of their homes and force them into a monster hunting draft. Yes, but also we should mention these are not the king's soldiers. These are the tiger hunters, the tiger knights. So also making the king look like a complete piece of shit. Which I'm sure was very purposeful because the prime minister did make the suggestion of filling out the ranks with. Right. Yeah, with villagers. So, Yoon is presented with his army. His misfit army. Which is just a bunch of farmers. Yeah. With a bunch of like hoes. And like scythes and yeah, stuff and for like farming. Farming shit. Yeah. And none of them want any part of it whatsoever. No. The potato sack, the potato sack army. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty much what they are. And then the professional tiger hunters, the tiger knights, are all in like Like fucking 
like suits or not yes. suits of armor, but like samurai armor. Yeah, they got like samurai leather, armor, leather, real weapons, real weapons, leather armor. Yeah, could actually like protect themselves if they were attacked. Right. Um. What about the wanted posters or whatever they put up with the monster? Oh yeah, yeah. For yeah. It doesn't even look like it has a shape. It's like just like a blob. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't know. Like it looks like a two-year-old drew it. Yeah, I mean they were mass-produced posters by hand, so they had to get them out there. But ultimately, the idea was one to cause civil distress, distress by or unrest by uh, forcing villagers into their this little hunting party. And two, also to spread the rumor of Monstrum even further. Yeah. And then hiding amongst the ragtags is young. Yeah. And she has her hair put up like a man. Yes. With a hairnet. Yes. And where did she get it? Young boy. Her. Yes. She got it from her's house. And he's like, ah, I didn't have her at my place. What? Yeah, like basically, if he had the, <laughs> if he had a collar, he'd be pulling it, and you yeah, know, steam, steam would be steam coming, would coming out coming and out shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they decide to let her come along, so the search begins and continues into the night. Right. Well, they decide to continue it into the night because that's when the monster comes out. Right. And so the, to cut down on time, they, they do up. the classic. I'll go left, you go right. So, uh, Young gets his little potato sack army. Well, half of his potato sack army. <laughs> half of the potato sack, sack army, army goes with the Tiger Knights. And half go with the Tiger Knights, yes. And some Tiger Knights... Well, I didn't see any Tiger Knights go with the potato sack family. No. No, they didn't. So, they take a couple of villagers, and then the Tiger Knights go off one way... And then Potato Sack family go off the other way. But we do notice that the old man... Sneaks off on his own. He's been sneaking off on... by He sneaks off by himself. And where is he going? Nobody knows. Um, but uh, Uncle... Sung Han. Yeah, what did I call him before? Oh, I forgot already his dumb, name. Dumb Dumb Pants or something dumb, like dumb that. Pants. Yeah, Uncle Dumb Dumb Pants goes, Oh, where is the old man going? And he decides to follow the old man... And he finds the cliff face with a crevice. The ma- the site of the massacre. Yes. But the old man is nowhere to be found at this point. No. So, but Yoon, her, and Young, and the rest of the Potato Sack army do catch up to Sung Hong. Yeah. And Yoon wants to go down and investigate the crevice because there's claw marks. In goo. Yes. And big paw prints that are the biggest paw prints anyone has ever seen. Oh, yeah, they're fucking huge. Yeah, they're massive. So, uh, and also we should mention his daughter has a memory of this. She's yeah. like, hey, have followed me. Yeah, have, have I, I been, been here, here before? before? Like, there's something. So she was at least old enough to remember this place. So maybe she was three. Yeah. I mean, it was traumatic. Don't get me wrong. It really doesn't come back into play, though. No, well, they try it does to make a little it. bit. They try no. to make it come into play, but it not didn't really. really. It didn't really serve anything. But then we cut to the Tiger Knights with their uh, portion of the Potato Sack Army. Yep, and they decide 
they are going to murder everyone. Mm-hmm. And they do. Yes, they slaughter. Those poor bastards don't stand a chance. Yeah, they slaughter the 10 potato sack army. Two guys get away. They did because they snuck off right before, because it's dark, obviously, in this forest. Yeah, they were able to get away. So they but snuck off and run back to the village. I did like when they were stabbing them, the giant, like, blood geysers that were shooting <laughs> out of there. Yeah, that guy burst like a water balloon. <laughs> also, I will say, the gore in this is much more than I expected. Yeah. It was not, this movie's not rated, so, like, case in point, like, The Hollow, you never kind of know, like, how much shit mm-hmm. you're going to get, but, like... When they're finding these bodies earlier on, they're just torn to pieces. There's just bodies like hollowed out and ripped, like like ripped in half. Yeah, bodies just like all over the place. Like shit's fucked up. People are getting fucked up. Yeah. And yeah. So yeah, like when these people are getting stabbed, it's just like tiny blood fountains are shooting out of their bodies and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Yep. But then we go back to the crevice with the rope. And Yoon is like halfway down the crevice. And then there's a beacon in the sky, a flare. Right. Because the Tiger Knights said when they spot the monster, they'll send up a flare. Yeah. So he goes, oh, they must have found him. So he starts to climb back out of the crevice. But then the Tiger Knights attack. I don't understand why they set the flare off in the first, the first flare off. Oh, maybe, make, no, no, maybe that was really a signal for the other tiger, tiger Knights to attack. Attack, maybe. Yeah. That would make sense. So the other Tiger Knights, yeah, they attack, they kill the rest of the Potato Army, and they capture uh, her, Young, our, yeah, our hero, Yoon, our hero, and Chan, the hero, hero crew. crew. Yeah. And Jin pretty much uh, just lays it all out there. Yeah, yeah. The Prime Minister made this all up. It's the classic, uh, like, 007. Where the villain reveals their plan just a little bit too early. Yeah, because you're convinced (laughs) that you got him. Yeah, he's just a little bit too early with this. Yeah, we did this. And, yeah, I remember you, little girl, because I remember shooting your mom, like, kind of deal, just, like, bragging. And, of course, she has a flashback and realizes, oh, my God, my mom got shot with an arrow and saved me by landing on me. Yeah, but he basically was basically like, so, yeah, we made up the monster, and the only reason we did it was to get the prime minister's army in. Into the city. In, into the city. That way we can take over. We're planning a, cue, a coup. A coup. A coup. And uh, then he just takes uh, Young and her, who were tied together, and for just for like, oh, I meant to kill you. I'm going to finish my job from 13 years ago. Yeah, and Spartan kicks her. And Spartan kicks her into the crevice. The crevice. Um, and then, uh-oh, well, it's rah-rah time. Oh, man. Rah-rah-rah. So, um, Young and her get like stuck on a rock because there's a rope like connecting them. Yeah, like a long rope. Their arms are tied behind them, but they're tied together with a long rope. Yeah, so they get like catch on a rock. They basically get they they basically look like a pair of sneakers that you used to remember you used to right right sneakers up yeah yeah yeah, wire. Why did we do that? That's exactly what it was. We used to do it for people who got uh, who died. Oh well, I lived in a very white. Neighborhood. I think we just did it because we're shitty and we didn't want to wear those sneakers our parents bought. Oh, 
Well, there you go. Is that really what it's supposed to be? We didn't even probably even know the reason why we did it. Oh, I mean, some places that's what it what it is. We used to tie. Yeah, you just throw them up on the on the electrical lines. Not appreciation. Not appreciating the shoes. We probably just did it because we saw it in a movie somewhere. Mm. I didn't even know what it was. Our yeah, little, my little small town of that's like a, it's like a, it's like a big gang thing. It's like, oh yeah, that's definitely we had no understanding what that is. Yeah, it's like yeah. a huge yeah, and like yeah, people would get killed and shit, and you put their shoes up in there. Yeah, we'd like probably try to practice doing like gang signs. We're like, what is it like this? West Coast. Woo, woo. Oh my god. Very. I had a very, very white upbringing. Yeah. Okay. Well. Anyway, big, biggest issue was for getting your lunch money. Mm. On pizza day. Oh, square pizza, the best. Mm. Did you see I bought Elio's pizza? It's I square did see pizza. That. I did yeah. see that. That's, that is, they sell that at Publix, and that is like big time nostalgia factor. It tasted exactly like it did when I was 13 and eating it. Mm. Huh. I go. cooked it in the air fryer, by the way. Air fryer. 340 for nine minutes. A plus. Yeah, there you go. But anyway... So our monster finally appears. Yes. And it looks pretty good. They did a good job with this monster. How would you describe the monster? A gorilla. Sabertooth. With gor- herpes. Yeah, it definitely had the had the herp. It was like a gorilla body shape, except for the ass, which was kind of bab- like baboonish. But it didn't have like a big red butt. It just... The back end was shaped like a baboon, but the front was definitely all gorilla. He had, like, some big, thick arms, big, thick neck. And if you listen to, was it last week's episode where we talked about the gorilla? And yes. how many people would take yes. it? Yeah. So he's even bigger than what a gorilla would be. But his face looks kind of like a medieval seen- Japanese dragon. You haven't seen the crudes. No. Uh, God, that's what it reminds me of is, like, that saber tooth. It's like with, a uh, gorilla saber tooth dragon. Like his face looked like a dragon, like, you know, the little sculpture dragons. Yeah. And it's unique. It's very unique looking. And it's covered in herpes. Yes, it has the herpy boils. Uh, But it fucks shit up. I mean, it's huge. Yeah, it is fucking huge. And it's it is probably fast. the size of a and it minivan. Is, it is also bloodthirsty. Yeah, it just, just it fucks people up. Bites heads off. Slaughters people. It can jump. It can run really fast. And whenever it, if it cuts you, you get the herpes. I guess, or yeah, it, even just some bringing of the, in its presence gives you the herpes. Well, but no, yes. oh, no, 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 the heroes get it. It's little bloody mouth, and they get like farted and vomited on. Yes, but also, there's a reason why they don't get it. Oh, because they they have yes. The, yeah, Wait, hold uh, on. Oh uh, yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. So anyway, the whole, uh, basically the whole tiger crew gets slaughtered. And uh, right before this happened, they had sent a flare that would was supposed to prompt the some escape. But mostly they don't, like one person escapes. But they had sent a flare right before this that was supposed to be a cue to the prime minister to let them know that they had successfully dragon crew had successfully killed all the villagers and our hero crew right in the sense of it was done by monstrum yeah and 
So you cut back to where the prime minister's in his little house, and one of the tiger crew comes, and he's got the welts and stuff, and he says, hey, we all got slaughtered by Monstrum. And the prime minister's like, there's no Monstrum. I made that up. And then he's like, <laughs> oh, well, if there is a monster, I don't care. He's like, oh, okay, well, let's just use it to our advantage. Go And then tells him to go fucking set everything on fire. Yeah, set all the villages on fire. Oh, and, oh, you have the plague? Cool. Um, let's use that as a reason why we're going to set everything on fire. And, uh, yeah, I'm just going to use this as my, my evil, into my youthful plan. Right. So, um. The, well, we cut back, and the rest of our, all of our heroes are, have made their way to the bottom of the pit. Yes, and there's just corpses. Well, it's the nest, but they had to go down there to save uh, Young and fucking her. her. But it's basically it's nest, Mm -hmm. and then out of nowhere pops the old man. The old man, and he tells them to cover themselves in the goo because it will cover their scent and also protect them. The monster, yeah. They won't be able, they won't get the plague if they have the goo on them. And he explains he has very bad eyesight but really good hearing. So get against the walls and just shut the fuck up. Because he's coming. Yeah. So that's what they do. And I like I like how when the monster comes in, he's got somebody hanging out of his mouth. Yeah, and like a little puppy like, dog. Dude, he's like crunching them. It reminds me of the toad when you give him the Oh, our little Pac Man. Yes, yeah, uh, our Pac Man frog. Our Pac Man frog, you give him the little like mice. Fetus. It's a pinky mouse. It's not a fetus. No one's performing abortions on mice. A pinky mouse. I don't fucking know. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. But like when he chomps on stuff, he'll like leave the body half hanging out of his mouth, like a puppy. Yeah, like, like a little puppy bringing you a stick. Yeah, something that slowly eats. But, so he's eating, and uh, oh, best part of the movie. This is the best part of the movie. This is definitely. <laughs> Sung Han and the old man are stuck up against one side of the wall, and the monster's butt is just like right in their face. It's just farting. And it's just farting. It's just like, <laughs> yeah, just just ripping ass all in Sung Han's face, and he's trying not to throw up. <laughs> Do you think it it they were as bad as uh who? What was that nickname that you used to give? Uh, shit, what's his real name? Fizz? No. Who? Your your old your your boss's your well now he's not your boss anymore. But Well uh, we'll just call him Fizz. That's what it's all the corpse grinder. That's what we used to call him. Oh uh, okay. sh- fucking smell like dead bodies. Yeah, like, so I imagine those I'm sure the, that's probably what this gorilla yeah. baboon dragon and then, smells like. <laughs> and then it just fucking throws up all over young. Yeah, it just spits like all this goo all over her and I don't know why this goo makes you immune to the plague. No. But it does, apparently. I don't know. Yeah, but um, that was the best scene in yeah. the whole fucking movie. So, and then it just decides to take a little nappy nap. Yep. After uh, after farting all over the place and throwing up, decides to take a nap, much um, like myself. A burping everywhere. It also burped in her face. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they try to sneak out, but it wakes up. It hears them. So it chases them through the caves, and this is where I'm going to say that CGI was really shitty. 
Yeah. Where it's busting through the walls. Walls, like the Kool-Aid man. All, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly, yeah. It's busting through the walls like the Kool-Aid man. And the rocks are all like shitty CGI. Yeah, and they're just running. And then they fall into a river. What? Okay, something. but you don't, yeah. You, you don't, don't even s- know. They yeah, just no. fall. They just run until there's n- no more ground. And the, yeah, <laughs> and they just literally run off a giant fucking cliff. Yeah. And but the, they follow the old man. Yeah. Because the old man seems to know something that we later find out. Right. But you don't ever see them fall into the, the river. river. And you don't see them getting sweeped away in the river either. No. It literally. But it just cuts to where they're in a, like a sewer. Yeah. They're in the city sewer. And basically, uh, Young it realizes it's the drainage for the uh, kingdom, the castle. The king's house or whatever. I don't even know. Is it a castle? I guess. I don't know. But anyway, they like, hey, old man, you know something. Let us know what it is. And he just kind of goes, all right, yeah, follow me. (laughs) Yeah. But we also get a great scene of the king talking to uh, his eunuch. And Ayana, it's like some... I don't know, so there's Royal Guard or whatever. And the city's burning in the background. Well no, the the villages are. Well the yeah, well the villages, yeah, in the, in like the, the mountainside. And that's fucking like pretty awesome. cool. Yeah, the way it looks And he wants to send the guard oh, what he does is he sends his guard out. He's like, Oh fuck. I'm gonna look really bad if this villages all these villages burn down. Uh go send my guard to his own personal guard that guard him as the king to go put out the fires. So he is without protection at this point. Yes. And we're back with our heroes in the underground. And the old man brings them to this little arena that's all caged in with little side cages. And we flash back to slightly earlier than 13 years ago. Yes. <laughs> and They he, call it Jojun Hall. Yes. So the previous king had, uh, he liked pets. and he Exotic liked pets. Exotic beasts. And he imported different creatures from all over the world and then somehow combined them. Whatever. So he was making special creatures. And this old man turns out his job was to feed the beasts. Yes. He was the keeper. He was the little, you know, the little guy who took care of everybody. And our monstrum, turns out, was born here. He was a creation of the old man. And they use this cute little puppy as a puppy body. It was like a chow-chow puppy body, but they switched out the face (laughs) with a monkey gorilla face. And he would would use a rattler to, like... Call it. And then he would feed it. And and what was his name? Sparkle. (laughs) <laughs> little sparkles because his eyes were so sparkly yes so he made he remembers years and years ago this tiny little puppy creature and it was really tiny because it really was a puppy uh, that they used um and he would have a he had a little bone rattle it was like a bone that had a bell tied to it, it and yeah. he'd ra- he'd call the little his little creature and he would feed it little treats and he loved this animal so when the earth uh usurp happened yes he was down there with his little sparkles and they came and they were killing all the crazy beasts that the former king had so he took 
the little sparkles because he couldn't bear for it to be killed too, and uh, set it free through the cave systems that they just came from. Do do do. Yep, quite the twist. We get our monster backstory. Yes, for sparkles. It's little sparkles. And just as this happens, or just as the flashback ends, Sparkle shows up. Mm-hmm. And the old man manages to distract Sparkles with the Bone Rattler yeah, that he, he has, still has. Well, I guess maybe he put two and two together. Maybe when people were talking about the monstrum in that particular mountains he knows that he released the monster in that mountain well he does say that the reason sparkles is the way he is is because when he released him he was eating plague bodies he was eating the dead plague bodies and they basically bred this monster yes he said man created so he felt bad for the monster he's a man made this monster the way he is right and he lures sparkles into a cage and sets off his old cage a trap yeah, well, I guess they had a try. I don't know. I don't know. He shuts the door, but then for some reason, Pulls like, a r- bunch of giant, like, spikes shoot out. Spears, yeah. Yeah, spears and, and hit Sparkles, but it doesn't kill him. No, because Sparkles is, I don't know what he's made out of. Yeah, so the old, the poor old man is in the cage with Sparkles, and he just, he, he just gets destroyed. Yeah, but our hero crew escapes. Yeah, so that's all that matters. But it doesn't take long for Sparkles to break out. No. And also, while this is going on, the Prime Minister... And the Tiger Knights... Attack the king. Well, yeah, they arrive at the king's gate first. Mm-hmm. And all the villagers are there because, you know, all their homes have been fucking burned to the ground. And they figured they'd be safer by the castle anyway. And the Prime Minister plays good guy. And he makes all of his knights give them rations yeah, and let's take care of these people. Do all these things to turn the citizens against the king. Which is his whole deal in the first place. He's been turning everybody against this king who so he could be the people king. The king of the people. Yes. The people's champ. Yes. Like Paul Wall. Yeah, that's exactly what he was planning. He was trying to paint this king as a heartless monster that killed innocent, innocent villagers and made their strife even harder by taking all the men away when it's time to plant. So basically dooming the village. Fascinating thing about Jung Jong in real life, mm-hmm. he killed his like right-hand man. He had him executed because um, I believe it was his prime minister, actually, that... Uh, showed him an omen that was predicting that his right-hand man was going to usurp him. So he had him executed. But it was like a big trial thing. Mm-hmm. And like uh, like people were like, well, he didn't commit a crime. Like he didn't actually do anything. So how can you execute him? And he executed him and like a bunch of his people and then banished like all these scholars and followers of his. It's called uh, the Massacre of the Scholars. Some mm. shit like that. Okay. Yeah. So this Jung Jong guy actually has like uh historical roots. Well that well that and then it's also like his uh his reign was very tumultuous and he had a lot of controversy. Okay. Yeah. So the Prime Minister goes into the kingdom and captures the king, wounds the king, and says well, our heroes escape the underground. Yeah. 
And it comes just so happens to be that Jujun Hall is directly underneath, underneath. the hall. Yeah. Or throne the, room. The throne room. And they manage to get out and Yoon goes to see the king. Yep. And I don't know what Young and her and Sung Chan are supposed to go do, but they go get captured. I do know that. I'm not sure what they're supposed to go do. They split up for some reason. Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo way. Well, they were supposed to warn the king that the Monstrum was coming, right? Well, Yoon goes to uh, warn the king. But what were the other ones doing? I don't remember what the other ones are going to go do, though. But they got captured, so I guess it yeah. doesn't really matter. Yeah. But he goes to warn the king, and then, yes, the prime minister... Oh, they were going to go shut the gates. The prime, the prime minister throws somebody, like, through the wall, and then... Uh, to open up the like paper wall. Yeah. Like literally some royal guard gets like fucking tossed through there and then he shoots the king with an arrow. Yeah. And then yet again we get the uh he spills his whole plan. Yeah, evil villain has to always evil genius always has to let everybody know how they're a genius. Yep. And the Tiger Knights proceed to kill all of the royal guards. And as they're executing them... The remaining few, because really most yeah. of them were in the mountains putting out fires. The uh, the blood attracts sparkles. Yeah, sparkles. Here comes sparkles. And... And at this point, the Prime Minister really doesn't believe in sparkles. He just thinks, like... Or he made. I mean, he made up sparkles, so he's like, I made that up, like... There's no way there's a real Sparkles. Until Sparkles comes bursting through the floor. Yeah. And, dude, fucks shit up. Yeah. Just, like, swallowing people whole. Like Tearing people up. I respect the fact that these guys, like, try to fight it. Yeah. They try to protect the Prime Minister, which is really what they are. They're an army. Yes. But, dude, they don't stand a chance. This thing is just destroying people. Yeah. And so the king and Yoon use this distraction to somewhat escape. And young her and Sung Chan also escape. Yeah. Or, oh, I did like where Young tried to kick that guy in the balls, the eunuch. Yeah. Yeah. And he just stands there and looks at her. And then she Spartan kicks him. Yeah. But the fight, what do you think about the action scenes in this? I mean, they were pretty good. The action scenes were pretty good. Even even the the fight scenes, like man on man, yeah, are it, really good. Yeah, it's what you would expect from a Korean. Like, I mean, I'd expect this. But dude, the and then the the fight scenes with the monster are, are fucking great. Yeah, the monster is well done. Yeah, and it is fucking people up. They don't stand a chance. Yeah, he has like this little wet, bloody beard. Yeah, and. Yeah, he's just fucking chasing people all over this, like, courtyard. And just, like, it's him versus, like, 200 people. Yeah, which is nothing to no, him. No, it's nothing to him. He's fucking them up. Yep. Um, But they do manage to subdue Sparkles with grappling hooks. Right. In the meantime, uh, they're also rushing, not the, our hero career, rushing to close the city gates to stop the monster from getting out. Right. Because they're scared. Because if he gets in the city, he's just going to yeah. massacre everyone. Yeah. Because he doesn't care who he's killing, really. 
No. But the prime minister decides, like, instead of just killing it, he goes on another diatribe about how he can use it as a weapon and how they'll just... Just to further, yeah. Yeah, to further, like, cement him as the leader and to spread fear in the people and blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. Bunch of politics. Yeah. But, of course, Sparkles manages to free himself and goes on another blood fucking rampage, just destroying people. And the two villagers who escaped from the The, first slaughter party... Of the Potato potato Sack Army... They're also part of the village group that are outside the kingdom gates. And so when the girl comes and says, hey, the Monstrum is here. We need to shut the gates. Help me shut the gates. We don't want him to escape. Um, they're like, there's no such thing as Monstrum. It's not Monstrum. The king's men killed us. The guard killed us. Yeah. Right? So um, in the background, they see Monstrum running around. <laughs> And they are like... What oh. did he address him as his proper name? His name's Sparkles. Oh, Sparkles. Running around. And uh, they go, yeah, holy shit, let's close these gates. And as they're closing the gates... The Prime Minister comes out. Yeah. Like two of his guards, who's probably all that left from being slaughtered, slaughtered yeah. by fucking Sparkles. Yeah. And Young and the villagers throw him back inside and lock him in. Mm-hmm. Because they know the jig's up. Everybody knows what's up. Yeah, because they realized that his guard were actually the guard that killed him. And Sparkles goes after the Prime Minister. Yeah, for somehow this Prime Minister ends up on the gate walls. like So it's like up all where everybody can see. And he tries to convince Sparkles that he... Look, look, Sparkles, look... Hey, look at all these yummy villagers I brought you to eat. Just go attack them and leave me alive. Like he's trying to rationalize with this monster. Uh, I did like that he says, uh, you can't kill me because I created you. Yeah. I thought that was really good. I really liked that line. And then dude, Sparkles isn't having it, though. Sparkles just goes, no, dude, you shot spears at me and hurt my foot. So yeah, I'm going to eat you. And attacks him. And you get this fantastic shot of Sparkles with the Prime Minister's body in his mouth. And he climbs to the top of the gate. Uh-huh. And the city's burning everywhere and shit. And the body's hanging out of his mouth. It's fantastic. And the he, cinematography in this yeah, movie is Yeah, and fantastic. all the villagers are down below like, <gasps> that monster. And then he throws the Prime Minister's half-eaten body down. To the villagers. Oh, yeah. Power move. Yeah. Straight power move. And so our heroes at this point have decided they're going to um, set a bunch of bombs and that they're going to lure Sparkles back towards the kingdom, uh, the throne room and underneath where there's where the monster cages were. They're going to lure them back down there and blow them up with all of their gunpowder and whatnot. But Jin, the leader of the Tiger Knights, is still alive. Somehow. Somehow, yeah. He faced off with the fucking beast and somehow he managed to survive. But he has herpes. Yeah, he has he has the herp. Yeah. So he's got herpes boils growing up on him and shit. But 
His herpes doesn't slow him down because he manages to kick the shit out of her and Sung Hong. Yeah. And yeah. well, okay, so he's about to kill Uncle Dum Dum Pants and was going to stop him with his sword. And this was a pretty good move on her part, made him because he was kind of looked like a little bit of a coward bitch uh, for most of this movie. He, her grabs the sword with his bare hands. Yeah. Which is pretty intense. Yeah. Which, I mean, realistically, he would just like cut all of his fingers off. Yeah. He just pull that out and he just destroy that guy's hands. Yeah. So anyway, he grabs the sword, which slows down. Um, what's his face? Jin. Jin. Uh, long enough for young young to uh, point a bow and arrow at him. So she's about to shoot Jin, but he turns so her as using her as a body shield. And uh, sh- we didn't mention this part, and I think we should just leave it out. But anyway, let's just say... Uh, There's a callback to an earlier scene, which was stupid. This was also stupid. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. But she um, killed, She manages to kill jo- Jen with a bow. An yeah, arrow. She shoots so- him with an arrow. And so they're trying to set up the bomb so they can... Uh, Kill the monster. So, uh, what, the monster, Sparkles is lured down into the pit, and the light... Jujon Hall. Yes. And the little flame that was... The fuse. The fuse for this bomb gets put out in a scuffle. Yeah, it gets extinguished. Yes. And they're like, oh no, what are we going to do? Right. So, So... Yoon. Yes, our our main hero. uh, Decides he's going to stay behind. And he tells everybody else to flee. And he goes and with a torch sits on the bomb pile and taunts Sparkles to come attack him. So he's in range. I mean, he was in range where he was. Yeah, but he wanted more in range, I guess. Because this fucking there, this so yeah, explosion, giant fucking explosion blows the top off of the throne room. Yeah, like destroys everything. Destroys everything. And well, they purposely also put bombs around the columns so like it would cave in. Also, right, trapping in case the explosion itself didn't kill the monster. The you know, the building collapsing would, I guess. I don't know. And then we get the classic uh, sad scene of self-sacrifice. It's raining, slow motion. People are screaming and running, fist pounding on the ground, yeah, crying. So Young comes back to try find her dad. Which, and there would be nothing left. There would be nothing left to look for. So, well, that's what she doesn't find, even find his corpse. No. So. Oh, but no, we do get to see that Sparkle is dead. Yes. He's still in one piece. He takes his last breath. And he takes his last breath. But he shouldn't be in one piece. Yeah, you really shouldn't. There shouldn't be anything I don't know left. I the skin's made out of. Yeah, I don't know. Adamantium. Yeah. I guess. I'm not sure. But it does kill him. And I have in my notes, 
this fucker better not be alive. <laughs> because there is no reason for Yoon to still be alive. Yes. Spoiler alert. They do flash back and show how he somehow <laughs> saved no, okay, himself. No. But let's not tell anyone that. This killed me. This yeah. ki- I highly enjoyed this movie until this. Oh, yeah. So this motherfucker is alive. He survived this giant fucking explosion. He Scooby Doo's this shit. He he. MacGyver, There's nothing. Yeah, he, he looks fine. This. He just has like some ash on his face. He's not even like fucked up. He, he's. I hated it. I hated it. I hated it. I hated it so much. It made me so mad. So anyway, um, yeah, it flashes back to that moment where he's igniting the bomb, and how. Uh, he somehow saved himself. Uh, dude, he puts a grappling hook in his pants, and like somehow, <laughs> somehow the monster dragged with his foot when he was coming to eat him. The grappling hook closer, and he hooked it to himself. And then when the bomb went off, or it like flung him across the room. When the monster jumped at him, it flung him across across him. Yeah, it, because the grappling hook was in his belt. And the rope was around the monster's ankle or some No, t- it was on a... I don't fucking know. Because they used to lower the monster's... It's on a pulley. Yes, because they used to lower the monsters into the... It's, it's stupid. Into it's so the stupid. pit. So, yes, uh, as the monster was a- leaping to eat him, he is, by the force of the monster leaping to eat him, um, catapulted away from, from the, the explosion. monster. And also explosion. Yeah, uh, and that's how it ends. Pretty it, much, it ends after showing you the play-by-play of how he survived yeah. the explosion. We don't see anything. Well, we imagine everything ends well because there's like a goodbye scene on on the mountain where him and Uncle Dum Dum Pants are saying goodbye to Sung Han, her and the girl, Young. Young, who is now all dressed up in fancy clothes. Yeah, because she's smashing. Her and Young are like a couple now. Yeah, so you imagine they're married or something. I don't know. And fucking... Like I said, he probably comes from royalty. Yeah, and Yoon and Sung Han are going back out to the wilderness. Yeah. They don't want to stay in the city. Which, by the way, they don't really say what's going on with the city, but you imagine it's okay because they're still nice clothes. Yeah. We also (laughs) get a little thing where they're like uh, riding... In the, the annals. Yes, someone is writing this history down in a book. Okay, well now this is very interesting. Mm-hmm. Now the annals of the, I think it's the Jos, J-O-S-E-O-N. I know that's what it is. It's that dynasty. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you would pronounce that. Joseon. Okay. I don't know. Anyway, because at the beginning of this movie and at the end, they say this is based off of true events. Mm-hmm. Now... In the actual historical records, that is true. They do say that a monster did come and appear in the uh, in the castle or whatever, or whatever the fuck they have. Yeah. And it is true that he did leave for three years because of the monster. It takes us so he took up residence somewhere else. Yes, and then on his on the day he died, the monster reappeared, and was stuck around for like three days, 
And then afterwards, it's never mentioned in their historical record again. Mm. But it's over a span of like a few years where the monster would uh, appear and like do shit and then leave. It's all in the uh, the annals. Okay. But at first, like the first time it appears, the only people who had saw it were soldiers. And the soldiers are like uneducated and like fucking idiots and shit. Mm-hmm. So no one believed them. But then one of the last, the, the time that it appeared that made the king actually leave, like the royal guard, like saw it. And so it actually gave like, um, believability to the story, some credibility. Yeah. And the king actually left for three years. And then, well, I imagine in this case, he left for three years because it was a plague monster that was laying in mist of rubble of his. Well, some people say it was a, uh, a bear, <laughs> but then when you go, I actually have this shit on my phone. I don't know why I'm trying to like wing it off my head. Cause I actually like have it on my phone where well, I was reading about this shit earlier. Uh, I feel like people could kill a bear. The Anos of the Joseon dynasty, and they go from 1392 to 1865. And it's like chronicles of like daily life of the rulers, but they were so like detailed. They're like one of, for example, like one of the things it has in there is that uh, there was a king, Taejong. Mm. And out when he was riding one day, he fell off his horse and he told the recorder not to write about it. And the recorder put in the historical records that the king fell off his horse and then told him not to write about it in the historical records. <laughs> That's how detailed they were. And yeah, so this is an excerpt from it. On June 6, 1511, at night, a dog-like creature came out from behind the ancestral ancestral shrine of Queen Han and towards the grave in front of it. The palace guards thought it ominous and chased after it, but it climbed over the Western walls and got away. The guards were ordered to find the creature, but to no avail. The palace scholars discussed the incident. No wild animal would wander into the King's private residence. Last night, the pines in the cemetery were burning tonight. A strange creature appeared. There must be a reason for this. And then it just kind of like every, let's see, that's June. And then it popped up in July in 1527 and in August in 1530 and in 1532. That's where the Royal Guard actually witnessed it. And then the last time it would appear would be in 1545 when the king died. And then after that, it's never seen or mentioned again in any of the historical records. Hmm. So... Moderately fascinating. Yeah. Kind of like a beast of, uh, what was that shit? Beast of Guvan or whatever. The French monster made Brotherhood of the Wolf about it. Ever seen that movie? Mm-mm. That was a good movie. Uh, it's like a, um, the beast of Guavdon or some shit like that. And it's like this wolf they like terrorized the French countryside for like a super long time and it like murdered a bunch of people. People never knew like what it was. And it just disappeared. Yeah, it's like a famous cryptid. Cryptid? I believe that's what it is. Know what the monsters are? Zoo, zoo crypt? Well, cryptozoology. Yeah. But in the cryptid, 
Isn't that what it's called? I know what those, what those are. No, I don't know. It could be. I don't. I don't know. I like how you said no first, and then yeah. you're like, oh, I, I don't know. I, I said, well, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, I have my phone right here, so let's see. Oh, do we really have to look it up? Okay. I already put in the password on my phone, so I'm committed to something now. I'm sorry, you don't. You you shy away from knowledge. Yeah, that's what it's called. Encrypted. Let me see. Okay. Oh, there you go. I know stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, that's Monstrum. I liked it. It was a good movie. It was enjoyable. I would recommend it. I would also kind of, I didn't, wasn't a big fan of the ending. No, that ending was terrible. The root did. The root, 97.5% of this movie is awesome. It's fucking great. The acting's great. The cinematography's great. It looks good. It's very, uh, it's very beautiful. It's very, yeah, it has great tone. Yeah, great tone. A lot of really cool shots. The CGI is great, except a couple scenes here or there. Very good. I really enjoyed it. But that ending fucking sucks. I just, I guess they just, it was almost like they had a different ending and like, they tested it in theaters, right. that, d- and yes. people yes. were like, no, we don't like this. We want a happy ending. So they're just like, oh, yes. okay, shit, let's throw a happy ending together is, real quick. Yes, that is exactly. Because the last little bit was so weak. Right. Yeah, the, that's exactly what it feels like, too. Because, like, it doesn't even make sense, like, how they even find him. Yeah, it doesn't, like, she he's sees like, his he's like He's literally just under, <laughs> like, rubble. some shit. He's, like, right there. Yeah, she just looks over and sees his hand or some bullshit. Yeah, another yeah. rope or whatever. Yeah. But it's really weird, and the ending is the equivalent of like, you hang up. No, no, you hang up. That's uh, that's probably exactly what it was. They put it for a test audience, and then they just had to like shoehorn it in. It's like uh, Deep Rising. I don't know if you remember us watching that movie. Watch it with James and Carter. Um, where the giant octopus is like in the middle of the ship and its in- tentacles are like killing everybody. I probably fell asleep. Ah, well, anyway, they test audit. They, they did that. Uh, they did like a test audience for it mm. and everybody was mad that this one character, uh, died. He's actually, he was in, uh, he's the guy, who, uh, he's in, uh, no escape that Ray Liotta movie we did. He's the guy with the nasty teeth that wore the cowboy hat and had the midget sidekick. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. His uh, his character got killed in Deep Rising in the original one. Then they tested it for audiences. They didn't like it. They wanted him to survive. So they went back, and there's a part in the movie where there's a giant explosion, mm-hmm. and they CGI'd in a surfboard. And then later on, at the end of the movie, he like comes swimming up on the surfboard. And they only put it, and it's so out of nowhere. And the seat and like it's so funny that it's just like oh okay we have to make this guy live so let's just CGI in this surfboard in here so then it gives him a vessel to like escape escape somehow. later somehow yeah this ending really felt very forced shoehorn it felt like very yeah, forced on forced because I was convinced that the guy was fucking dead I think they should have left it there they should have left it like that but like it was also very brief they didn't I would have left it. For as how detailed every moment of this movie has been. 
I, that I little bit of an ending just seemed very brief. And I would have like, left it at them, like her digging through the rubble. Looking for him. And then not finding him. And then they just kind of all like accepted he's gone. I wouldn't have shown the creature dead. Any of that. I would have just left it at that. Boom. Yeah. Black. Yeah, that would have been a much better. That would have been a much better ending. Just cut out the last like two, three minutes. Mm-hmm. But what do I know? Anyway, mm. so that's going to do it. Yeah. Um, we had to pick our next movie. Out of the skull, out of the skull. Yes. Let me retrieve the skull. Don't drop it. I feel like you're going to drop it. That was a long reach for your T-Rex arms. Shut the fuck up. That's rude. I hope you pick something good. Oh, no. Pressure's on. Oh, there's some stinkers in there. We've reviewed a lot of decent movies, so I feel like we're due a stinker. Uh, Blood Rain was not that long ago. <laughs> that was so terrible. Um, Raw? Ooh. It's a French movie. Oh, okay. Um, That's how you write your A's. This is how I write my A's. What's wrong with it? Looks like an A. No, no, it it doesn't. <sighs> Your handwriting's terrible. Well, yeah, well, I hate you too, bitch. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, yes, there's raw right there on the counter. Right now on the counter on the fucking bookshelf over there, I can see it from here. I can't because I don't know what I'm looking for. I mean, obviously the word raw, but I can't see it. Uh, well, we're going to have to watch it. I need to add some more stuff into the skull, too. I'm just, I'm, I, you, that was really mean that you took out the dog suggestion. Uh, they had, like, multiple suggestions, and they were nonsense. They're dogs. Okay? I know. They're stupid. And yeah. they can't listen to podcasts, so. You don't know. I do know. I, I play music through Google. Mm. Our Google machine thing, whatever that thing is called. Oh, this is irrelevant. Yeah, I guess. No, okay, no. No one wants to hear us talk about all dogs go to heaven. You know, the one fun fact about that is the little girl who played the voice. Died a horrible death. Died a fucking horrible death. Murdered by her father and her and her mom's body set on fire. I don't think, I wouldn't call that a fun fact, babe. That is a fun fact. It is not a fun fact. It's fun for me. It's a little child that. Was murdered and set ablaze. Not my child. It's so someone's child. Fact. Someone's child. I'm... Well, they're all dead now. It's nobody's child. Because <sighs> he blew his brains out after he killed her. It's America's sweetheart. Mm. And she was ducky in the land before time. Ah, uh, see. Okay, now I'm depressed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. There you go. There you go. That's what you wanted. That's what you wanted. There you go. I need to go cry for a little bit. Thank you very Mm. much. Yeah. So that's going to do it. Mm. Next week, we're going to talk about the French film Raw. Raw. Yeah. So tune in then. I don't know. I'm kind of drunk. Don't you say something that you have a... I am going to say it. I am going to say it. I'm going to say it right now. (laughs) So... Um, <laughs> as always, stay tuned, keep watching, and for me and Elaine, bye!
But are you the, gonna do a send off this time, or are you just gonna? Say, yeah, I'm putting you on the spot. What are you gonna do now? I don't know. I always come up with one, and then I always forget. You don't it. come up with one. I is, do. Is that what it is? Days yeah. from now, I will come up with one. I'm like, gosh, that should be my thing, and then I don't ever remember it. All right, well here you go. I'm just gonna dance. Do do do. It's my bye bye dance. Mm, 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 mm. That's even embarrassing for white people. <laughs> 